I still smell your pasta. <laughs> Do you want me to put the box in the kitchen? No, it's fine. I can handle it. It's a pleasant aroma. It's bolognese. I've accepted it. <laughs> Welcome back to In Omnia Paratus. You guys are coming in in the middle of a conversation. Angela trying to express how she plans on having an expensive wedding with 10 people. Yes, and I think that that totally checks out because as to your point before we started recording, you can't wear the cute little beachy Zara dress at Versailles, but you can wear the ball gown at Versailles and request that your 10 people that come dress up as you are. I don't know. So I've always been someone who thought asking for a dress code for guests was something I could do. My family has multiple times told me I'm not allowed to do this. Really? Oh yeah, they're a big thing. I've wanted to do it similarly to how like you wanted to be fun and quirky and do like multiple weddings and now it's trendy. I always wanted to do like an aesthetic, like a Pinterest board, similarly to sorority life, like paint trips or something. And I was told I couldn't do it. So maybe I'm just a little salty that like I was told I don't get to do this, but like. So I have actually met someone recently who did do that. She told everyone that her theme to her three-day wedding was Met Gala. She made a Pinterest board and gave everyone an array of like colors and outfit ideas. Like, you know personally this person? I know personally this person. Because I saw that on TikTok and I don't think people understood the assignment. <laughs> she told everyone if they did not understand the assignment, they would not be let in. See, okay, on one hand, fashion, met, bougie, my materialistic, my Tiffany side, like, I get it. And on the other hand, like, it's hard because, like, I want the people to feel comfortable and, like, celebrated to celebrate me. So also, like, I feel like it's, like, a really bitchy move to do that. I don't know. I'm still single, so I have plenty of time to decide all this. See, I think it all just comes down to who you are and what you want. But then also, as everyone always reminds me the wedding is not for you it's for your loved ones yes so if your loved ones are equally we want to see met gala yeah i don't know anyone in your life who wants to see the met gala i know and that's the hard thing so that's why i've been thinking smaller wedding i have more money to spend on what i want and i also may have some to spread around to influence a dress code i mean i don't know you like breakfast at tiffany's at bridgerton so i don't know if you understand the dress code <laughs> <sighs> I will be redeeming myself in July. Oh, they're here till through August. I will be redeeming myself in July or August. <laughs> But okay, still, if you have a wedding at Versailles, like let's go with like the famous Hall of Mirrors. Mm -hmm. 10 people, like if I'm getting married in the Hall of Mirrors, like my second grade bully, my kindergarten <laughs> teacher, like when people are like to my haters who didn't think I would make it, like that's who gets to come to the wedding at Versailles. Okay, true. So I don't know, maybe we scale it back a bit from, from Versailles and still make it like an attainable place, but still like a very like sought after place. So we're going with Mindy Kaling attainable goals. Uh, maybe a little bit more gossip girl like so recently first of all disclaimer i have no plans of getting married right now i, I don't want to put that out into the universe and freak anyone out but one of the things that i actually saw on pinterest recently was like a bridal fashion shoot and it was called 90s new york elopement vibes that reminded me that i had some places saved in an alternate pinterest board of the best places in new york to elope one of them on the list was this old like abandoned bookstore that has all of this like greenery and stuff in it. But then I also thought, oh, bookstore, New York Public Library. That's a really big place that a lot of people want to get married at. Rental, 
goals start at $75,000. So let, let's call that our attainable place. I think you could have a 25 person wedding there and it would be and it would be good. You can do that. If you can afford the venue price, you can have as many or as few people as you would like. Mm-hmm. My thing is, I don't know, based on some of the things that Angela said, personal conversation, this isn't to trigger Angela, I'm not projecting anything, <laughs> but for me, if I was able to afford like $75,000 to do a wedding at the New York Public Library, and I've seen some of those weddings, they're beautiful, I would want to personally, because like the day is about me, but it's also about my friends and family, I would want to include as many loved ones as I could to go through that experience with me. See, but I think that's also where we differ. Like I'm constantly reminded that the day is for your friends and family because I don't believe that it's for friends and family. I believe that it is for me and the person I am getting married to and it's whatever we want and you, you kind of have to deal. If I want to fill the room with flamingo pink balloons and then like have glitter drop when I say I do, deal. If I want to get married in a rowboat and everyone has to stand on the banks of a river and they can't hear the vows or anything that's going on, but that that is their viewing they have to deal that's how I think of it you just gave me a lot right there (laughs) a few different things to process okay so here's my I guess here's my question Mm -hmm. in your view of weddings people have to deal it's your day it's about you and your partner and like Mm -hmm. whatever you want then are you less offended when people RSV no because they don't want to go do you carry it less weight like if well not me but like someone else if another close friend of yours said no I don't like they RSVP'd no would that at all like rocky the friendship? I mean, maybe because I'm also of the opinion like I have no influence over how you get married. If you want me to enter and put on a space cadet costume and say like to infinity and beyond and like jump into your reception or something like I'm gonna do it because that's what you want. I'm gonna feel absolutely ridiculous doing it and it's gonna look really bad and I'll probably be the person that falls. But like if that's how you're getting married, who am I to say like no you can't do that. That's so dumb. Like, I'm not going to go to your wedding because I don't like Buzz Lightyear or Toy Story or something. Well, one, I think you just gave Brian a lot of fun ideas to put you if he does ever (laughs) get married one day. Oh my God. (laughs) Seriously. But I guess like, here's the thing. So like, let's say in one of your scenarios, Mm -hmm. you rent out a beautiful, forgive me, but I just, it it hits my home. A wonderful like bungalow style thing in Florida because it's domestic. It's not going to the Maldives. It's not for bore. So it's more attainable for people to afford okay and you wanted a bungalow wedding Uh uh-huh i am severely allergic to the sun yes so me standing outside watching you do your vows like is not really like a possibility and like skin cancer i mean not so much that but more i just get overheated and i am diagnosed like allergic to the sun so this isn't like i'm gluten free right now like i'm allergic to the sun so like doing that Mm -hmm. is like it's my day or the highway which you have every right to do as it's your wedding but like i think there are certain things like if you are like jay i want you to walk down doing like the soldier boy dance and like Jay <laughs> I want you to like to our friend Olivia who's now on the podcast I'm having like a carnivore wedding there are some things that like I don't think like as a friend or anything I get to say over your color scheme what you do with your hair what you do with certain things but certain things of like let's say I was like hopefully this this isn't the order in which things happen but like gonna knock on wood here like let's say I'm pregnant when you get married and like I'm I would need accommodations in different ways and so it's mm-hmm. your day so it's like I get I mean maybe what you're saying maybe I'm taking what you're saying too literally but like maybe for you you want the spirit to be it's me and my partner mm-hmm. versus like it's literally just like what me and my partner like like Veruca Salt like I want it my way mm-hmm. yeah no it's whatever you do you have to be in it but 
you also have to be respectful. Allergic to the sun. Florida wedding, I'm not gonna make you stand in the sun. Shade. Partitions. We'll get you a parasol, gloves, netting, something so that it's comfortable. To go back to it, it's like you and your partner want what I and my partner want should not be. We shouldn't. Have you ever seen the movie Our Family Wedding? No. I think it's America Ferrera and somebody, some other. Nope. I can't remember his name. Okay. But yeah, Our Family Wedding. And so literally both sides of their family get so invested in their wedding that they have nothing that they want. It shouldn't be that way. I think this also shows the difference like in our backgrounds like my family has already told me they're like if you're happy like anything involving your wedding if you're happy we're happy like I've been told like I'm not getting opinions even if I try to solicit them interesting even like my godfather who I would watch say us to the dress with all the time and like mm -hmm. we love it he I'm like if I picked out a really good dress like if you picked out a really good dress and you loved it I would lie to your face and I was like okay no but like we can't do that because like we know I'm not gonna <laughs> like that in the long run so it's the thing of like I he like he would never like directly like that's ugly take it off and be like maybe let's try one with like this cut but like mm -hmm. no one would directly tell me they hated something if I loved it for my wedding because like I guess maybe this is just a speculation allegedly naturally in my wedding process the people who I'm surrounded with would already choose to actively center me so I don't need to raise my voice to center myself as much as maybe people allegedly possibly could be in your circle. Possibly. I don't know. We don't really talk about like weddings or marriage a lot in my family. I was like, we um, don't, you and your part, you and your current boyfriend, no, who's, <laughs> who's this we? We don't talk. No, me, like in my like family and friends circle, we don't actually talk about weddings that much. So I'm not exactly sure where this like fierce need for like my way or the highway comes from in terms of a wedding. But I don't know. That's just that's how I feel about it. Where I'm like, so long as I am not asking you to compromise your physical health, mental health, emotional health, or your morals, get ready to be rained glitter on. I will not actually be raining glitter any future person who might want to marry me. That would not happen. For the sake of extreme examples, that's the best one that I could come up with. However, I feel like maybe, and again, psychologist Jay here with not a degree, but lots in therapy bills. For women, your wedding is like your most, the day other than you giving birth is the day you have the most social capital in the world. Like, let's be real. Mm -hmm. So like that with a day that like, it's not a, your wedding isn't a day that you need to ask for permission to get your needs met because the day, it's your wedding day. So what I'm saying in life, if one feels like certain needs aren't getting met, this is a day that you don't need to ask for anything because it's kind of implied like it's my wedding day. So like, it's so fervent because it's not a day you have to ask to get your needs met. It's a day that's kind of already about you and expected. Interesting. Like on a Tuesday, you might try to get your needs met, but like you're asking people to tell you no and like all your therapy stuff, which we talked about a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. But like your wedding is your wedding. So this is the day that it's about me and since it's about me I'm gonna live in the power of it being about me and I want my glitter and my flamingos and parasols and I don't know corgis like the queen oh my god that would be adorable mm -hmm. oh yes I want a parade of corgis released down the aisle I'm just kidding but that would be adorable I mean you're definitely not wrong I can I mean just kind of typically given people's in my life's reaction on important days prom or graduation 
or your birthday birthday or promotion day, like first day of a new job, things like that. There are generally a lot of heightened emotions and things that are not happiness that have brought the day down significantly. So that's one of the reasons why I initially like gravitated like small wedding. 15 years ago, small wedding or multiple weddings with like the secret wedding that nobody knows about. So that way when like the bigger wedding came about, nothing mattered because it had already happened. But I feel like for for, for our followers and for the people now that we are content creators, I would be responsible to pull a Diplo and live stream the whole thing. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh, what's actually, no, never, I'll, I'll tell that story later. Yeah, see, and that's the thing too. Like, I actually have like such, such a great vision for the smaller wedding. That's the one that I would want to share more. So then everyone would know about it anyway. So it's really hard. It's like, I want to be able to share, but I also like, I feel like it's something that I would be super protective over and the more people that were involved, the more anxiety that I would have. Yeah, I get that. Big wedding, 100 person minimum. It's not because like, frankly, it's not because, I mean, I love many, many of you listeners probably hearing this and I love many of you, but what I didn't account for, and if you're the partner of the person who's originally friends with me, I love you too. But as I get older, I'm realizing that like every one of my friends, I have to account for two people because everyone is at that stage of life where they'll probably have a partner or if they're like a one-off, like you want to give them a plus one, especially for that. So realizing, I mean, I can say this, like as of my friend group now, Angela's been in the shortest relationship, which is mm-hmm. almost a year. That is the shortest relationship of any of my friends in relationships. By one and two a half years. By like a year and a half is like the second. So like at this point, the partners of my friends, I know well enough where it's not kind of like, I need to know you and your partner and would need to know me. It's like, you've known my partner, like triple what you've known your own partner. You're not gonna. And plus, like I said, I love them all, but it's just weird accounting like me and my high school group of friends. There's four of us, well, four of us total. And I was realizing if we all had a partner making, you have to make a reservation for eight people. If we want to do anything, that's eight people. And I'm like, eight people is too many people for me to do fun things with. (laughs) Or seven other people. It's not just too many, but think of like the hotel rooms. Think of like if you're going to like Vegas, if you're like getting a table, like all that stuff. You have to stay for eight. And Mm -hmm. it's like, how did we get to eight when there's four of us? And see, and that's why I'm an active, adamant supporter of not always inviting partners. But one of the, they're married. Like you can't. Yeah, you can. Even if they are married. If If I don't know them, if I have only met them once, or twice, because here's the thing. I don't think that you should be offended if you don't get a plus one or if your partner is not invited, particularly if it is a smaller wedding. I think if, I don't think, I agree with you, but for me, I've always gone like ring or living together Mm -hmm. because I feel like if they're married, I don't feel like, I have the right to make that choice for them, even for my own wedding. Maybe. I don't know. That could be something that I can evaluate because frankly, I don't have very many married friends. Yeah, because I think that here's the thing. If prior to the wedding, you have never met your friend's significant other or you have only met them once or like if you have if you have no significant interaction with them, you should not be surprised that you are not getting a plus one. I disagree with that one. <laughs> If I don't know you, why are you here? I mean, I get like, like, here's the thing. For example, because obviously I'm the favorite child of our friend group. One, my big sis, Allie, has a wonderful husband. I actually have a story about them, which is why I was like, I need to know this episode's coming out. <laughs> okay. Um, And my friend's partner is like, I like my friend's partner. So it's a thing of like, I couldn't imagine not inviting Matt and just inviting Allie. You also really know your friend's partners. 
Yes. Like, that's that's the other thing, too. It's not as if you only know Matt. Hi, Matt. We can say your name because you helped us with this podcast and you're We're also gonna going have you to be on. on the podcast soon. We just think you're too <laughs> smart to be on the podcast. We literally don't know what to talk to you about. So, like, we've been going back and forth for weeks now. But, yeah, that's the thing. It's not as if you haven't... It's not as if your only interactions with Matt have been... Hi, Jay. Good to see you. Yeah. Have fun with Allie. Matt actively takes an interest in your life. You know Matt. Yeah, but like, I, because I actually have been thinking about this, I think total time. I don't know, like, in total, if I've spent a week with Matt, with like every time I've seen him, if I were to add them up. Fair. Matt DMs you. Mostly on the podcast for wherever you're posting food. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but like, that's the thing. There's you a social have, report, yeah. yeah. But the thing is like, if Matt had never met my partner, if Matt and Allie never meet my partner, mm-hmm. Matt and Allie are both still coming to my wedding. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter if they've met your partner. <laughs> but I'm the one getting married. But it matters if you've met, if they, yeah. Exactly. Why? Why doesn't, why isn't it mutual? Because you probably haven't, won't meet like half or like a quarter of like the people that your partner wants to invite like are you gonna know like maybe like his boss or his second cousin twice removed oh i don't understand the whole college freshman dorm mate who he hasn't seen since his senior year of college everyone on that list i hope yes the whole boss thing i still think is weird (laughs) i think it's really weird i think it's wherever people invite their bosses to things i mean granted i've never had like a big kid enough job where like i'd want to do that but i still think that's weird well since since matt has been brought up so much in this conversation (laughs) a funny story the other night so um not to give too much context but um a family member has wanted to decided they wanted to like try tequila and like be a little bit of a connoisseur so obviously i'm like okay well you know what we're gonna do we're gonna get the most expensive tequila i can find <laughs> so i i'm between two and i like text um a few of our friends like hey like i'll just i mean i can tell you the brands it's the class a azul one the one in the really pretty blue and white bottle oh yeah or 1942 don julio so mm-hmm. i get them and one of the people i text is matt and i was like hey like which one like is better and he gives me his opinion and then like three text messages down he's like wait you're not buying this for us right <laughs> and my response was like here's things would i spend that much money on them a hundred percent but it was like no i'd have to check a suitcase for that and he's like i was just thinking that too <laughs> here's like amazing would i spend the money for them yes am i gonna check a bag to visit them in southern california no because the last time i carried my carry-on suitcase and i had to check it because i like was in southwest group c it got scratched which was their wedding and my first time using that suitcase oh that sucks so i don't do checked baggage when I don't have to. Do you have suitcase covers now? No. I like mine though. Like I got them to match. They're like matching gray. I know they are really cute. And they're one of the few brands of expandable suitcases that's hard shell. Oh I didn't know that wasn't common. Mm -mm. Oh. Well with the way they have been more common but Mm -hmm. before. Good to know. I don't know. I get the whole thing but it's like okay so Angela you're dating Chad. Brad Chad? Brad Chad. (laughs) You're dating Brad Chad. Brad Chad wants to invite his so like but you then does that mean you also don't care who Brad Chad's invites because like if he wants his like random second year roommate girlfriend who like his roommate hung up with but he ended up being friends with her and like her boyfriend and now they're all like acting club improv acapella together to come like so you get no say over that or do you i mean i think you do a little bit because i think you and your partner have to decide together how many people do you want and i am a firm believer that you should be able to like equitably split the guest list that is definitely one of my irrational ones though i do acknowledge that I mean, I don't think like that, like to the number like 50-50 or just like close. Close. 
Like, I think you should be within, like, 15 of each other. I mean, I don't... I, I don't, don't want to... Dis- I don't I don't believe that you should have, like, a wedding where, like, you don't know the majority of the people. But what if they give the majority of the gift money? Okay, but that's another thing, too. I feel like people don't know the gifting etiquette for weddings anymore. Oh, that's, like, a whole other thing I've been seeing on TikTok. A lot of people don't like giving to honeymoon funds or things. They want to buy it. for registry. Love and- it. Oh, wait. They want to buy from a registry? Grandma Sue wants a registry like they don't see the point in donating to a honeymoon fund like people won't donate money but they want to buy a tangible thing oh yeah i'm team grandma sue i want a registry i want to give you something that this is really bad but this is the first thing that like popped into my mind when i went to my very first wedding i want to pick something off of a registry and give you a tangible gift that you can then fight over in a divorce you can't split a honeymoon fund in a divorce. It's a really bad thought, I know. It is. And I like, okay, well, I don't think that way. <laughs> I think like, I see, I feel like it's to the needs of the couple. Like, for example, a family member on a family, on another family member's side, they either were planning or just bought a house when they got married. So they had already bought all the stuff they need, the fun blender and had the housewarming party, fun stuff mm-hmm. for the wedding. So they mm-hmm. didn't need that stuff. Then you register for gift cards at various places. No, okay, to go back to the divorce thing, I'm not betting that any couple that I know is getting divorced. Maybe this is why I, no one's invited you to a wedding yet, Angela. Maybe. I am not betting that any couple gets divorced. I am just like trying to bank some good will into my half of the wedding's like options if they choose to get divorced. And then, you know, they can be like, well, the Dutch oven is mine. I'll be like, yeah, I bought the Dutch oven. Okay. There's that. I like that at some, <laughs> I look at some weddings, they do something like, they do something not like, like tip all your vendors but they do like a tip jar like who's gonna get more drunk tonight the bride or the groom and like people put like cash Mm -hmm. in there penny war style for like our sorority thing oh yeah i think that's fun that's really cool I like when they do that. And I, just, I like that a lot of places are picking up on that. Mm-hmm. Apparently this episode is all about wedding things we like. Yeah. Although I'm single. Or hate. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm currently, will still be single by the time this comes out. Like, I don't want to say I hope to be single because I'm not trying to put that energy out there. But this episode's coming out within like at max a month from now. So like, anyway. General vibes. We can get you into like a moon solstice ritual later and see what happens. Perfect. But one of the things I want. Okay, there are two main things that I've said I've wanted. And like. I still want really badly. One's newer, one's older. One, I want a live painter. I don't know what scene I want live painted. So some people do the ceremony, some do the first dance. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I saw recently is they have a live painter paint all the guests with like the background of the venue. Like it's just like a quick couple shot of what they're wearing. So every couple gets to go home with one. Oh, that's really cute. But like I want the big one for my house of me. But it's like, do I do the first dance or do I do the kiss? I don't think I want the kiss. I think I want the first dance personally because mm-hmm. I like these people staring at me in admiration at the tables. Mm-hmm. Again, which is why color coordination would work so much better but um, I want a live painter and the second thing I want is I want the I think I still want some sort of physical guest book like polar disposal but I saw I you sent this to me but I already had it on my Pinterest board phone so they have old rotary phones where instead of a physical guest book people leave voicemails mm-hmm. I also like the idea where people do bottles of wine mm-hmm. so it's like you open this bottle on this anniversary that's really good I haven't seen that one yeah I don't know exactly how it works but like yeah like I guess oh it's like by table 
table number. And so it's like table one, you open out your first year, table two, your second year. Oh, that's nice. Okay, the one thing I will say for the live painter, now that I have been in the same place as one, you need an open air venue because the paint fumes get everywhere. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Was that for your work holiday thing? Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Honestly, we were very concerned because we were like, it was at an airplane hangar. Were you at a slush table though? Yes. <laughs> I'm new. I actually said that too when I sat down. Sat down. I was like, "Ooh, the slush table." But like, it factors in. I agree. I don't want anyone to be at my wedding at a slush table, but <laughs> it factors into where you would be ratio to a painting. So that was actually in a completely separate room as well. Oh, so no. we were maybe a hundred yards away, but oh, it was no. in like the open reception area. And at first, because it was in an airplane hangar, we thought it was fuel fumes but it was the paint and just in like, because it was an enclosed space with not a lot of airflow, it was just building up. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So just okay. outdoors or like lots of open windows. Okay, those are my two. What are you, what, we're elope, we'll go elopement. Cause right now Angel hates people and doesn't want to see any, <laughs> doesn't want anyone to be happy for her. So what are your elopement, what are your top two requirements? Like your non-negotiables? Um, I need two dresses. I really like, so I don't necessarily need like two, two dresses. One of the ideas that I've been playing with is like the dress with the overlay and the overlay comes off at the reception. Mm -hmm. So you have like a more simple kind of like party fun dress underneath it. That's something that I really like, mostly just because they're like to playing into the two sides of my personality. I want more of like the fun, girly, bridal, I guess, dress. And then I want like something of like more simple, like I can run around and like be like my most free self and not worry about like ripping it or spilling on it or something like that. Still, have, I mean, if like, you're wearing a dress, you can spill. <laughs> And you will. Yes, exactly. But like if I if I ruin like the under portion of it, I'm not forever altering like the integrity of the main part of the dress. Okay. Mm -hmm. But like, would you have a reception at an elopement? Like, wouldn't it just be like a dinner? Yeah, it would be more of a dinner. So one of the things that my second thing to go with this as part of the elopement, I want to do my reception like a year later. So, but you'd wear the same dress or you would do two dresses for the elopement and then a third dress for the reception or your wedding dress turns into your reception dress to be worn a year later. The wedding dress turns into the oh, reception okay. dress to be worn a year later. So that's like playing with the idea of like having the reception farther away. Like I've thought like, oh, like maybe you do it like either like you get married in the morning reception at night, you get married one day, you have the reception the next day, or like you wait a few months. Like I know it's common in some cultures, like particularly maybe like 50, 60 years ago when there wasn't a lot of money to go around where couples would wait and do it like six months later and like save up. But I thought I was like, you know what? I think a year later would be really nice. Like I've had time to settle into like mm -hmm. married life. And honestly, for me too, I have no idea like how I would act like in front of like my friends and family with my significant other. Like it really freaks me out. But then, okay. So then my follow up to that would be, so then are you forgoing all gifts and bachelorette bridal shower? Or engagement shower are you forgoing well engagement shower I guess you could stop but you're forgoing bachelorette trips bridal shower and gifts by doing it that way so back right. on to things that Angela hates really quickly I hate when people get married and have a full-on wedding and then pretend like they are not married and have bachelorette parties and bridal showers and then another wedding I, I think that you have to have the engagement party, bachelorette party, bridal shower, all of that needs to happen before your first wedding. I don't like it. 
afterwards. So the only thing I'm saying, which I don't know anyone who did that before COVID. So I feel like if it was between 2020 and 20, whenever COVID's over, I feel like I have more grace for that situation. I am not by any means close to the people that I know of who have done this. So like, I'm not going to like talk about that and like super shade them. But I know of three people pre-COVID, pre-COVID who have done that, who have completely like pretended they are not married and did not have some type of wedding and did it all over again. Oh yeah, no. They might have their reasons. But mm-hmm. anyway, back to you. So that means no bachelorette, no bridal shower, no gifts. No, I would honestly, like at this point, just because it's something that's far more common now, like I don't know how I would really be able to hide it as much. I would go into this with the understanding with everyone in my life that we're doing like bridal shower, bachelorette party, I'm having my elopement, and then a year later, we will all gather and you will celebrate me. But then, but like, my thing is you're already married, so why am I buying you a gift? You should buy me a gift because I got married. You don't have to buy me a gift like a year later. But it's a wedding gift. But you don't just get gifts because you get married. You get, like the gift is like the, is like the repayment for the party you get to go to. No, you should totally get a gift because you get married. It doesn't need to be like a gigantic gift. No, but you, you make a registry for the wedding because people attend the registry and like 58 fit 62 Koreans. It's like why they do the lineup <laughs> of the food and then they give the cash and then they dip. Like the the gift is a celebration to go with the wedding. You don't just get a gift because you get married. What kind of a participation award do you grow up in? I mean, you do get presents for like Valentine's <laughs> Day, St. Patrick's Day. I know she hates it, but Cinco de Mayo, Angela just gets <laughs> gifts. So I understand this concept might be a little different in her family, but like you get a, your gift, like people typically do it. Like your gift is the price of your meal at the wedding like that's traditionally how it's gone at least through the people I know what okay so like say for example I had an in and out truck at my wedding okay this is for traditional sit I don't you're you're too modern right now with this okay well yeah because I was gonna say if someone wants to tell me that I'm getting a 579 gift Okay. I would be okay. so upset. No, go sit down. Okay. Typically, like, that's what was, like, kind of, like, the courtesy, like, pay for the, like, it's, like, repaying the price of your meal. It's kind of, like, what the gift is. It's, like, in traditional settings, that's what I, is what I've always, like, been told. I'm gonna look into that one. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. I've always just thought, like, you get married, you get a gift. My friends oh, who, no. like, got married during COVID or, like, who got married without having big weddings, I reached out to them and I'm like, I need your registry. Like, I need to get you a gift. I wouldn't. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Like, that's my thing. I'm like, I, like... If I'm not... I have to get you a gift. Okay, again. As I say from the now-canceled TikToker, strong opinions loosely held. If I'm given new, better information, I will change my mind on this. If I'm not important enough to invite to your wedding, you're not important enough for me to buy a gift for. Everyone, okay. But like the thing is, it's like, why do you need to see me get married? Why do you need to sit there, barely be able to hear what I'm gonna say, watch me kiss, walk down an aisle? That That is the prerequisite to giving me a present. Because the thing is, it's like, if I'm having a reception, but it's just a year later, that you can still repay me the price of your meal. But like, then you would get the gift at the reception. Like you don't get a gift when you get married you'd get all your gifts at your one year if you get any I don't know but you're already married the point okay well here's the marriage frankly as statistics show only benefit men and like suppressed women the happiest group allegedly according to TikTok of women alive or people alive are women ages like 30 to 40 who are unmarried without kids it's like the happiest demographic damn yeah but (laughs) marriage and kids make elevate men and they suppress and push down women even though we allegedly elevate mothers and women and care about 
teachers and schools and guns. Sorry, um, gun control, not guns. We do care too much about guns. But my thing is like, going back to traditional wedding structure, it's to help the happy, young, fertile couple start off on their new life. You've been married a year. You're in it. Why, I, why am I giving, I, I don't, I don't see the need to give you anything. Well, going back to marriage vows, till death do us part, one year in, we've got a ways to go. You but, can still help me start my life off. I don't, I don't agree. Like if I'm future friends, friends and family out there, like I might like expect Angela to be giving you, signing your gifts for any future wedding gifts y'all get. Like if I'm not invited, like I don't. It depends. Like, I guess it depends. I'm like, I'm trying to say this not like throwing any particular person <laughs> under the bus, but like, like for me, it would really depend, I guess, on the couple. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I also feel like, fuck it. It's going to just sound as shady as it sounds because I can't help this. Like, Angela has not gone to a peer wedding yet. Correct. And I've only been in peer weddings. <laughs> <laughs> so like neither of us have been a guest at a wedding of a friend so the situation I feel like the perspectives are like a little different fair I have been invited to peer weddings they just haven't happened so are you saying you're like a jinx like invite Angela to your don't invite Angela to your wedding if you want it to go through <laughs> well no they all got married I just like they they eloped <laughs> My thing, like, I don't know. I guess it would depend. Like, if you or someone in your family or your partner family was terminal and you had to elope quickly, mm -hmm. I would give you a gift. Mm -hmm. If you were like, we are all of sound mind and body and we just don't <laughs> want to do this in front of everyone, I might not get you a gift. Okay, again, but this goes back to if I am not compromising your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, or your morals, what do you have to say about the manner in which I get married? You don't, but what is, why are you entitled to me to spend money to buy you a gift? Well, that's the thing. No one is entitled for you to spend money to buy a gift. It's like, it's a common courtesy. Exactly. Common courtesy. It's, it's a, a common, etiquette thing. Exactly. So, a two-way etiquette thing. Exactly. It's a two-way it, etiquette. It's etiquette. It's a two-way thing. It's but a I did my part by not compromising your mental, physical, or emotional health or moral. You did. You did affect my physical and mental health by not inviting me to the wedding. <laughs> Find, like, one friend who, like, would agree with you. Um, friends, since you all listen to the podcast, can someone please let me so, know if you agree with me? So, like, if you're closer to Angela or you're closer to me, one of us doesn't invite you to our wedding. And granted, for people who listen to this on my side, they're the weddings I've been in. <laughs> Are you or your partner buying me a gift? Okay, but they're not not invited to the wedding. They're just not invited to the marriage ceremony portion of the wedding. That's the wedding! <laughs> Well, I guess like here, let's do a quick Google. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, okay, yeah, you have the wedding and the reception, but it's like, do you have to think of it? Okay, according to Oxford Dictionary, so it's English, so we know it's true. Wedding is a noun. A marriage ceremony, especially considered as including the associated celebrations. Especially considered as including the associated celebrations, i.e. the reception. Marriage ceremony, a ceremony during which two people are married. Wedding ceremony. What qualifies a wedding? Wedding ceremony, wedding reception. Okay, according to Wikipedia, our favorite source, most wedding ceremonies involve an exchange of marriage vows by a couple, presentation of a gift offering ring, symbolic item, flowers, money, dress, and a public proclamation of marriage by an authority, figure, or celebrant. So I have to have the town crier at my wedding? Hear ye, hear ye. Whoa. Angela is married. 
Well, no, but like some of our friends are officiants. That is true. But yeah, a public declaration of your marriage is what a wedding ceremony is. And that is what, after you dance, monkey, you get a gift. I have to dance now too? No, it's, no, it's a saying, like, phrase, like, dance, like. Yeah, I know. You're an English major. I know. You know these idiom, simile, whatever it's called. I know, but I immediately, like, thought of the first dance, and I was like, damn it, I have to do that too. Angel's nose is just snarling. <laughs> She's so unpleased. Yeah, because I was so upset because, it, okay, because here's the thing. I don't need gifts or anything like that, but I'm like, I'm just thinking now of all of the ways in which this could like backfire on me and everyone's going to be like, oh, well, I wasn't at your wedding, so I'm not going to remember your wedding anniversary. So like, I'm going to put Why like, do I need to remember your wedding anniversary? Well, I mean, you should be cognizant of it because Why? what if you decide that like you want to do something on my wedding anniversary and I'm like, well, that's my wedding anniversary. You're like, oh, well, sorry. Like, I didn't know when you got married married so like why do i why my can't, birthday party is on like your wedding day or why, something i don't know well first of all i'm gonna for forevermore <laughs> i'm gonna be born longer than you've been married <laughs> so you should already know not to plan it on my birthday well that's yeah, the other like, way around well yeah like, like it's I'm, my birthday you should always know and two i can do shit on your wedding anniversary i don't i'm not celebrating it no but i'm saying like if you were like oh yeah like blah 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 having my birthday weekend like the weekend of like October 18th and I'm like oh sorry like that's my like wedding anniversary and you're like oh well god Angela like if only I had been at your wedding then like I wouldn't like put my okay again anyone has been born longer than you will be married okay but your birthday is on October 18th I know, but, like, if you get married knowing that's, like, close enough that my birthday weekend might be on, then you, like, risk it. My birthday trumps your anniversary. I'm but not I'm, married to the dude. I didn't I, throw a wedding. I didn't marry him. But October's a really common month, like, to get for, like, cheap wedding. Okay, but, like, I don't, why do I have to care about when you're in Like, that's the thing I don't get. Like, if I want to, like, take my friends to the Justin Bieber concert in Italy and, like, you're sorry it's my wedding anniversary. Like, sounds like a you problem. Damn, but I want to go to the Justin Bieber concert in Italy. Then maybe pick a different month. <sighs> this is all really complicated. Thank God I'm not getting married right now. I feel like if your boyfriend heard this, he might reconsider like, he was like, how, Angela, how do you feel about being life partners? <laughs> common law. Oh my. We're in California, so common law applies. I really, really hope that he would just laugh through this. <laughs> I have to put a disclaimer. Future mother-in-laws do not listen. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, yeah, again with the elopement, I'm like, Angela's just asking for her in-laws to ask for those babies every holiday, every Christmas, every everything. Well, we weren't at the wedding, so, like, blah, 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 blah. And we, we didn't get to go to the wedding. And, like, the kids didn't get to see their uncles, and their uncles, like, didn't get to see them get married. Like, hearing about that all the time. Ew. This is awful. I remember. Oh, God. Right? Oh, God, yeah. That shit runs deep. <sighs> okay. This has officially become a stressful conversation. What kind of cake flavor do you want? I could have saved this for one of our other room, but we'll do this. Angela didn't compliment me that I got my hair cut, which I'm surprised because it's normally like the first thing Angela notices. I was looking at it earlier and I was trying to figure it out. It was down to here. It looks really good. Thank you. I really like it. But like I had to. It hasn't been cut since October. Oh my God. <laughs> you didn't say anything. And I'm like, frankly, anyone's hair is normally the first thing Angela notices. So I was shocked she didn't say anything. 
True that. Um, but the point is, I was talking with a hairstylist about cake and wedding cake, and I saw the TikTok. It's like, did you know like a lot of people don't eat the wedding cake and it goes to waste? And my thing is like, well, then I'm not gonna make enough cake for everyone because I'm not wasting wedding cake. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I would do something basic. Like I would do. I mean, my favorite is always like a vanilla buttercream and chocolate frosting. So some kind of play on that. Or it depends on what season I get married. I also would do like a. I would love like a vanilla bean cake. Like if it depends on how it budget and everything. I love vanilla bean cake. I love, I mean, the main thing I want on my wedding cake is I want like hand pulled sugar flowers. Ooh, pretty. And no fondant, buttercream only. I'm completely yeah. okay having like a top layer of real cake and like styrofoam mm -hmm. and like giving everyone cupcakes. Like I'm a full thing of like, my wedding cake needs to look great. It doesn't need to actually like mm -hmm. be for everyone. Um, The big nose, no fucking red velvet. No offense if that was right. <laughs> no red velvet. Ideally nothing with coconut. I don't believe fruit belongs in dessert unless it's like a strawberry shortcake kind of thing. Lemon zest and citrus scents are fine but not like physical pieces of fruit in my cake nothing to uh black forest black forest and red velvet are my big nose german chocolate also i don't mind german chocolate but again heavier oreo's fun i think like i've had like um champagne champagne's really good like a lemon Ooh. um megan markle's one cake is actually one i make frequently because i just actually like it it is a lemon elderflower cake with mm -hmm. um, elderflower buttercream and i really i really like that one actually if i got married in like a spring summer wedding i might do that mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know i don't know how do you feel about dessert bars because i am like i'm 100 percent like team cake i want multiple cakes so it makes me really sad that like every wedding i've ever been to i'm like the only person i see eating the cake yeah but like I want to do like the mini cakes at every table again I feel like that's trusting people to their own devices which I just don't do I do I don't know the thing is everyone at my wedding knows me they know my family for cooking and baking so I think they would all know the cake is good and if I had to I would close the bar and close the dance floor and make everyone is sitting and eating their cake <laughs> and then I'll reopen everything like maybe do cake with speeches that's a really good idea yeah I don't like that generally like the cake it comes out during dancing I need the cake either on the table or I need it to immediately fall dinner mm -hmm. people need to see the cake they need to eat the cake and no dessert bars are you team theme or team color scheme i'm color scheme i really like both but the only thing is it's like if you do a theme you are committed to that theme and what if 10 years down the line you think your theme is really stupid i mean granted you can think a color is really stupid like go back to like my flamingo pink balloons i could decide i want to be super bold and go flamingo pink and then i mean honestly probably like the day of i'd be like dear god what was i thinking I don't like pink. So I don't know. It goes either way. I'm into more of like loose themes with like elements that like nod towards it. I've been, I know things that I want. So it's just kind of like how they'll fit in overall. I'm like totally into like the chuggy neon signs. If that's going to say like till death do us party or yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's going to be really bad. But I'm not doing our names because that's, I don't like when people do that. And then your name is just in everyone's photos forever. Well, I like, well, I don't want your names, but like, I I will cut stop, but I like doing like funny when you have like a name that can work in multiple ways, mm -hmm. like a hashtag or something that works. Like I think doing that makes sense. Oh yeah, like I think like the, the hashtag one is cute, but I want something like a little bit more, not generic, but okay. just something like a little bit more simple because I, if I have the neon sign, like it's not just for decoration. I really want people to use it. Like I want it to be more of a focal point. Yeah, like till death to us party was just like the first one that like I could think of. Do you have any idea of like what you want like your entrance or your first dance song to be to? Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. because there's this guy on TikTok who like does it like he says because the other thing which I mean for me being a podcast editor and like into video I didn't even think about this like you have to time it because if you're like a lot of people love like Jojo Fletcher and Jordan Rogers from The Bachelor got married last Mm -hmm. week they came in to Higher Love by Whitney Houston the Kygo remix Mm -hmm. and I really liked it but the thing which going back to this guy is like you also need to time it correctly Mm because you can't just like start the song at the beginning like a lot of people like um Natalie Cole's like this will be an everlasting love Mm -hmm. the parent trap and a Cinderella story song but like you have to know when to start it so that like Mm -hmm. your entrances and exits and when the girls enter and when the guys enter or Mm -hmm. whoever enters like it all works I'm like oh my god that is a lot of work yeah no I have thought about that a lot like just for that reason I don't know what I would want and if bridesmaids groomsmen want to do any kind of like cool fun funky entrance that needs to be rehearsed ahead of time with the entrance song oh I'm I'm completely gonna be like hey like couple who does like the best thing like gets like a hundred bucks or like gets a handle or something I like like, when they do that I'm like I'm I don't want to say I don't want to rehearse it I want you to just do it on the fly I want it to be like the watermelon and oreo white claw Oh my god. Also, officially putting it out there, um, Topo Chico, because I don't drink, and you do regular seltzer and hard seltzer, you know? Sponsor my wedding. It'd be great. A mixture for, like, both parties. hmm hmm Well, like, I don't know. See, the thing is, like, obviously, like, I need to, like, envision a partner, like, picking songs and, like, mm-hmm. getting input on things, too. But, like, I already know. I know what I want my first dance song to be. I've known for a long time what I've wanted it to be. And my entrance song, I don't know for, like, the entrance song because I think I'm more classic I think what I've decided if I can get my hands on it and if I can afford it I want a quartet to play like the version of canon and D that they used on Gilmore Girls because you can find the sheet music to the what Emily walked down to oh so, like that's what I wanted to do and then I'm not saying my first dance song because like I've never heard it used as a first dance song and frankly not that I think anyone on here would steal it but I just don't want to put it into the universe it's a really good song mm-hmm. and it's one that like I'm surprised wouldn't get used more I know okay honestly I think it's just because it's such a sad scene that's not the sad scene it's like almost it the sad scene is the Louis Armstrong song yeah but this it's like one of those is it gonna happen ones so I think that's kind of why but like when you listen to the full song it's beautiful it's a beautiful song and it's a beautiful thing for mm-hmm. this for a first dance occasion that I would like mm-hmm. Angela knows I'm like I it's not again it's not that I think anyone would steal it <laughs> in the universe but I'm very much into you say out loud what you want to come true mm-hmm. and I don't want the song to, I don't want to hear the song at anyone else's wedding if I can help it mm-hmm. but I I do know like for sure I need a version of like me with like a big dress like recreating Taylor Swift's enchanted perfume like wonderstruck like commercials like to her enchanted song oh my god like I know I want that and I know probably now because of Bridgerton I want like a getting ready montage with like the Bridgerton material girls underneath it or the crazy rich Asians version like I know certain things like that that I want but I don't know like like the entrance song I think I'm gonna keep more classic I think here comes the bride is dumb so like we're probably doing that one canon and D is more where I lie mm-hmm. I don't love the wedding march either but I think like it'd be fun for like the processional to have like a funner song Mm -hmm. and then like me to do the more traditional one I also keep going between like live band and DJ I feel like I really want both I see people do like the like I don't know what they're called like the singers where you hire like cover bands oh yeah I've seen it and I I, I go back and forth because I'm kind of this is kind of fun and this is kind of (laughs) weird 
Um, there's actually a um, reality show. I forget what it's called, but it's literally like who's the best like cover band, cover artist, and they have them compete. So it's like you can find people who are like really good and they kind of like rank them in terms of like their performance, believability, their energy and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. I go back and forth. I feel like it's going to be, I would like, I think I want a DJ. Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably going to DJ, but I would like the ceremony probably to have like a live quartet. That's cute. Because like to me, like live music, <laughs> that's okay. If you listen to all of our episodes, sorry if that <laughs> triggers you, Angela, live music. But like, I think it's nice when you hear it live and it's like, when we went to Bridgerton, like, they mm-hmm. were playing, like, the violinist was live. Like, I think there's something about that that, like, elevates the event. I'm totally down if you have an electric violinist. Yeah. That'd be so fun to, mm-hmm. like, start off with it and then, like, go into, like, a Bridgerton or another cover of it. Mm-hmm. I think I definitely want a DJ, but one of the things that I've seen that I really like they is that... They need Spotify premium and not for ads to pop up. I've seen that happen. Oh, my God. That's funny. I would die. They'll do the reception songs. Every hour is a different decade, so, like, they'll start out out with like with something like more traditional like when there's like your family and like older people and they'll like slowly like move up they'll go like 70s 80s 90s 2000s and then like get more into like super fun dance party music like the later it is oh that's cute Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like during dinner you're not listening to like Lil Jon I think that would be very entertaining that would be super funny (laughs) but like wait so did you say any song you'd walk down to do you know if you would do like Forever by Chris Brown like The Office like do you know that's the one thing I <laughs> like, do you have any idea of what you would do? No, not really, honestly. Mm-hmm. Particularly if I have to get married in front of a bunch of people, I'm gonna be way too nervous and not paying attention to the music. So I'm a little more lenient on that. I feel like there are a lot of pretty songs. Um, One of the things I don't like, because I feel like I've never seen it work well, and I mean, granted, I've only been to two weddings where they do this, but they use like heavy metal songs for the first dance Mm. and the processional. It just, it didn't exactly work. I don't know, maybe Kravis tried it during their wedding and maybe we'll see something like that where it'll... Kravis had Andrea Bonicelli sing like Can't Help Falling in Love for their first dance. Okay, well, just kidding. See, even if Kravis doesn't do it, don't try it. Mm -hmm. Well, Angela, you did very well for a spontaneous no planning episode. I know, I'm very proud of myself. Final thoughts. Still team elopement and Grandma Sue, but Jay, you have given me some things to consider. Thank you. And, you know, we'll see what happens. You, no plans to get married anytime in the future. Knock on wood, because, like, we're not saying we that, don't but, like, that's time. not going to happen. Wait, you're saying we don't have time to get married anytime in the future? No, I said we don't have plans to get married. Well, we have plans to get married. Like, we plan on getting married, no? Not to each other, but, like, we plan <laughs> on the act of getting married, no? Correct. Yes. We, okay, but, yeah, like, I don't know. Scratch that. You're you're ruining the manifesting journeys. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work that in with, like, the moon, lunar cycle manifestations later. Yeah, just, you know, when it happens, it's going to be fun. That's my like one thing. It needs to be super fun, zero stress. And I just, I want everyone to have a good time. And this is probably the only time in my life I'm going to actively say good vibes only. You got to check the petty at the door. Cool. I'm excited to see Angela project those good vibes. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it'll actually be fun. I'll probably be like the biggest bridezilla if you guys could only see Jay's face right now. I don't feel like, okay, I feel like going off of our mental health episode, you're not gonna be like a bridezilla in a traditional, like, I want this, I want this, I want this. In your inability to ask for what you want, you're gonna let it seep through in ways that like, in the end, hurt you and hurt everyone around you more. I don't know. We'll, we'll work on it. We'll actually see what happens when this starts. Your wedding planning process? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And on that note, thank you for listening to this episode of In Omnia Paratus. Grab your coffee bowl and don't forget to rate, download, and follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, where you lead will follow. So head on over to at In Omnia Pod on Instagram and let us know what you'd like to hear about in the comments. Bye. Till death do us party. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>